Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass. Today, we are super pumped to dive into ungodly self-reliance. So Maria, we, we've been Let's talking a lot about this. this. I know we don't know anything about this. <laughs> no, we know ne- we're never, we've never no. partaken of any of this. Clearly right? never struggle with any of it. Right. Well, it's just, um, no, and it's all seriousness. It's something that has come up quite a bit lately in our coaching and our own lives. And just as we walk through you know, the, the older you get and the more trials you go through, the more you realize we don't just need God. We need God, right? Like it's, it's just yes. no other option. The air that we breathe. That's right. So we were going to kind of um, just dive into ungodly self-reliance and even our dependence on people um, in an ungodly way, not in right. an unhopeful way. Um, and so today we're just going to talk about control and about our dependence on people and then on just praying. Mm-hmm. and relinquishing and surrendering everything to our Lord. Okay. So let's start just with the fact that control really is an illusion and we are just, we're not in control. We think we are, <laughs> but we are not. Look at my 2022. That is a prime example. I think she spent 10 nights in her bed in the past four months. Oh my gosh. I know it's funny because we, we were talking about boundaries recently and I was like, maybe I'm just not holding it. I'm saying yes to things I shouldn't. And, she, and you know, you were like, um, Marie, you've had literally life and death situations. Yeah. And, and it's just one of those things that is yeah. completely out of your control. Yeah. And you just realize how, even when you think that you have control over things, the reality is that there's very little that we had this ultimate control over, you know, yes, we can choose our attitude in situations, you know, but a lot of our circumstances, you know, things happen. And it's, it's not always within our grasp to be able to control those things. And we honestly make ourselves miserable when we think we can, or when we try to. Yeah. And you know, it's not to say that there aren't things that are in our control. Like you have the ability to get up and work out. You have the ability to choose to eat healthy. You have the ability to choose to take care of your soul, mind, and body, but control, controlling all of your circumstances and controlling everything. It really is because God's in control of our life. And, you know, his permissive will allows us to, to go through hills and valleys right. and that's for us. It's all for our own good. And it's all how we respond to that circumstance. And we talk a lot about how, you know, life really isn't about our circumstances, but rather how you respond to your circumstances. And totally. there are times when we need to implement a boundary or when we need right. to take control of a situation. Mm-hmm. But what we're saying here is that, um, you know, a lot of times we think that we are completely in control 
Mm-hmm. And ungodly self-reliance is something that we both have struggled a lot in. And I think mm-hmm. people that are type A, charge kind of people, <laughs> go get her a done. lot of times, mm-hmm. yes, we do. We rely mm-hmm. on ourselves and that leads us to, to be disappointed. Right. right? right? Yeah. And, you know, I, it, it's funny because I think there's, when we've talked about this topic, there's so many different elements to that. You know, one of those things being that, okay, control is an illusion, you know, and at the same time, we do have a responsibility for the things that we can um, take responsibility for, you know, whether it is, like you said, our health or whether it is, um, you know, the, the daily choices we're making, but we all have situations and circumstances, you know, that happen that we can't control, you know, but, but we are, um, we do have the responsibility to say, how am I going to re- respond to this? You know, and, and there is that, that both and of, yes, we do our part. And at the same time, and we're going to get into that a little bit more towards the end there, but um, it, it's, it's kind of that difference between like your open hands versus closed hands, like closed hands is kind of that I've got it, I'm in control, every, you know, everything depends on me and open hands. I think in that posture is a little bit more, okay, yes, I'm doing my part. And I'm also really having to rely on God because if I, if I think it's all on me, it can also lead into pride very easily. Oh, very easily. And that's something um, to really, to really ask yourself. And what I like to think about in the, in terms of control is responsibility. It goes so well with that question is, is this Mm -hmm. my responsibility or is it not? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when we are relying just on ourselves and having like, let's say you step into a new role at work and it's very challenging for you and you're not doing well and you just are, are not getting it and you're beating yourself up, Yeah, but you're just expecting so much overnight, you know, learning Chinese overnight. (laughs) My dad always says you can't step foot in Beijing and expect to know Chinese. Right. Um, you know, but, but it's that balance of giving Mm -hmm. yourself grace. And sometimes I think we can give ourselves too much grace. Totally. Right. That's the other side. (laughs) So not having ungodly self-reliance and realizing like what is in my control and what's not, and what is my responsibility Mm. and what's not, you know, because that's so good that there are things that that are our responsibility. And there are things that we should step into. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that really brings us to our second point of our, we sometimes have over-dependence on people. Yeah. And we're not saying you shouldn't depend on people or that people shouldn't be dependent. Right. That is a great quality to have. And our dependence is an important thing. Yes. And reliability, but that our entire hope and everything can't be on people because yeah. They're not designed to be the savior. Yes. You're not designed to be the savior. There is only one savior. And so mm-hmm. our hope cannot be just in people, right? So mm-hmm. we have to just remember like, who is our savior? Yeah. And we're all human. We're all sinners. We, I have disappointed all of you and yes. you all have all disappointed me. I don't know about Roma. Maybe not you, but no, you know, I'm hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. It's, and that's well, just, it's part of being human. unrealistic to have someone on a pedestal because yeah they will fall. And so will we. And so it's keeping that on the appropriate spectrum of being dependable and counting on people and having hope and belief, but not having your ultimate hope in people. Yes. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's such a fine line balance too, of, of giving ourselves grace, you know, and, and being kind to ourselves and being tender to ourselves. Um, And at the same time, also, um, depending on God and depending on other, there's, there's such a, a, it's a dance with all of that, 
you know? And one of the things that I think we've really learned is yes, it's so important to have good people in your life. You know, you've heard us talk about you are the average of the top five people that you spend the most time with. Um, so it's important to have good people in your life. But if we go into those relationships, basically thinking they're going to be our everything and, you know, that we put them up on this pedestal, well, no one can stay on that pedestal. And it's, it's you know, it's unfair to each other and it's, you know, it's unfair to the person and it's unfair to yourself. And it's also, it's, it's, it's another aspect of that only God self-reliance because only God deserves that high place. You know, only he's the one that can actually come through. Really does. And, you know, I see this play out a lot in, um, best friends yes. or a lot in marriage because, mm-hmm. you know, we have super high expectations for our mm-hmm. spouse and again, we're not in control of them. And they, they're not mind readers. I know we women think that our husbands can read our minds, especially when they say, how's everything going? And we say, fine. They know it's not fine, but they don't know what, right? right. Fine is not fine. Fine is a word totally. not in our house. But um, j- truly, you know, when our, when our spouse fails us or disappoints us and they will, yeah. uh, we're not saying it's not okay not to be disappointed, right. but we cannot let our world fall apart. Totally. You know, whenever something doesn't, doesn't go our way or when something big happens, yeah. that's what marriage is, is, mm-hmm. you know, when I am weak, you're strong. When, when you are weak, I'm strong and you're there to pick each other up. Mm-hmm. But if you're hoping everything is dependent on that person, as if they're, they should be, you know, it, it's, I'm even thinking how to say this. It's not that like, Will is my everything, but he can't be my everything. Does that make yeah. sense? <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I, I think what it, it's. I don't know if I can put this to words or not, but it, do your best. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I, I know what I'm thinking. And yes. You know what I'm thinking. What am I trying to say? <laughs> Let's see if we can get this out. I think because that person, you know, whether it is your spouse or your significant other or a family member or a best friend, they, there's a way that they can be like your right-hand person in a sense, right? So they're your right-hand person. They are your go-to person. They're your peanut butter to my jelly. Exactly. You know, all those things. Back to the Coke. They're my butter to my bread. You don't use butter or bread, but you know, all those things. Yes, they can finish, like Will can finish my ever sentence. We've been right. together for almost 20 years. Yeah, right. And so it's like, there is an aspect of like, you know, he is so much of your world. And at the same time, you haven't made him your God, you know, you haven't made him. And I I think that's the place that sometimes we can unknowingly put people in our lives and to make them out in a sense to be our God, where if some, if they disappoint, suddenly our whole world is completely devastated. You know, one of the things that I've seen with, um, especially when I was doing a lot of, of music and then doing some with speaking and some of the ministry with, um, with women. And one of the things that kept coming up a lot was some of these older women, you know, their children would, you know, they are adults now and they're living their own lives. And these women's lives would completely fall apart because they felt like, oh my gosh, my whole world is, is gone. And, you know, sometimes their identity was only wrapped up in their children and their motherhood. Yes. That they only knew who they were in light of that, or someone who's, you know, spouse, whether it's divorce or whether it's death or whether it, and these are all hard things, right. And we're not negating how painful and hard they can be at the same time. If our whole world was wrapped up in them and every part of our reliance was on them. And when that's gone, 
you know, we cease to feel like we have a reason to exist, then we've unconsciously made them out to be our God, you know? And And I think another example of this that, that comes to mind as we're talking through this is is a lot whenever we lose someone and we've all lost people close mm, to us yes. and it's absolutely appropriate to be devastated and to have the human emotion of, of grief that comes in waves. And, but to know that it's not like you, it's not, it's okay when you have days that you just can't, you can't function <laughs> totally but to, to know in your heart and soul that I'm still here because God has work left yes. for me to do. Yeah. And that's the, it doesn't mean I can get like, there might be a day that you can't get out of bed and you just need to grieve and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But not, but knowing that I'm not completely done. My time left here is not a waste, right? Yes. And I think to me, that's one of the most important things is recognizing even when our world shifts for whatever reason, again, whether it's a death or whether it is children leaving or husband leaving or on and on all those things that our life is not over, you know, that, that God's not done with us. If we still have breath in our lungs, God has work for us to do. And it doesn't matter how old or how young, you know, every, every hair on our head is counted. Like we have a father who cares about the details of our lives, you know, about every part of it. And so sometimes I think when we can start to rely so much on other people that we cease to realize, no, actually God has a plan for me and for my life at every step of it, even when it looks different, even when there's a shift in it, that he's still in this place with me and for me. And that he had a plan for them in their life. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, they, their work must be complete. If we believe yes. that heaven is the goal, their work is complete. And, you know, just yeah. knowing that, um, I don't know that, that they're, it's okay to grieve, but to know that your hope and your job is yes. not yet done. And there's that um, that poem I love about death that talks about safely home. I'm safely mm, home in heaven, yes. my dear ones. Oh, so happy and so bright. There is perfect joy and beauty in this everlasting light. And it goes on. It just talks about, um, but do not cry for me because you have work left to do. Mm. And I will be here waiting whenever your your time is called. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know, it just reminds me a lot of that. And, and just knowing that it is so good that we love people and that's yeah. people matter. Stuff yes. doesn't matter. Yes. All that matters is our relationship, but keeping our relationships, not yes. one, but you know, people, <laughs> that's people relationship with matters. God and those around us. Yeah. Right. And so, but I think we can go into a hard spot of how, of like everything being all about people and, and that's what it does, what does matter, but knowing that our rise and fall cannot fall apart. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think just going back to even in marriage or, or in a, in a relationship or a best friend, or re- really, I think more in, in a spousal relationship, mm-hmm. you know, God showed me that I, I uh, definitely had will on a pedestal. Yeah. And, you know, about five years ago, I, he took me on a journey showing me that you have him too much up here mm-hmm. with me and that I need to be above your husband. Uh-huh. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's a, it was, it was a great lesson and it was a hard lesson, but it was one of the most valuable things I've ever been blessed to walk through. You know, and it's, it's interesting too, I think for those of us who are maybe dating or are single, it's interesting too, because sometimes there can be this idea of like, oh, well, once I find that person, then like, it'll all be gravy and I'll be good. And there's, and the reality is that, you know, while it's so beautiful, you realize you need God more. You know, that there is that, that the blessing of having that person, it's such an incredible, beautiful gift, but again, nobody can be that end on be all like only God can have that. 
And so when you realize that, you know, it just changes the way that you are with those people in your life. It changes the way where you are putting your ultimate hope. And, you know, and so I think with what MK is sharing, and then even on this side, whether you're married or whether you're dating or single, recognizing that no matter who the person is, they cannot take that place that only God can. And, and the more that we, um, I, I think the more that we enter into relationships and working on help, having healthy relationships and all those things and diving deeper in, into our relationship with God, the more that we can rely on him. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I just think too, it makes you, when you know the triangle of God at the top and yes. then marriage and then children and, you know, it, when totally. you order properly, yeah. You see every relationship as the purpose, especially in a dating relationship. And when totally. you start to think in dating, not like, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking, oh, he's going to make pretty babies and, and we'll have a good mm-hmm. life. But right. when you think the whole purpose of this is to journey with each other to get to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And when you look at mm-hmm. dating like that, you know, like I can't be dependent on him, but can he, I can depend on him, right. but he can't be my everything. Yes. Will he mm-hmm. help me in this walk of life? on that journey towards the ultimate goal of heaven. Right. Right. And I, I love the triangle part too, in that where we have like the hierarchy of, you know, order of what's most important. It has to be that, that God spouse, children, you know, family, friends, work, blah, blah, blah. But then also that idea of like, we have Christ at the center and then you have you, and then you have your person on the other side, but you can see there's an on the points on the points, on the the different points of the triangle. So you see that the only one who's up there that is, is, is God. So it's like with the person side to you, there's an interdependence, right? Cause there's like an equality of we're in this together. We're walking towards heaven together. And the beautiful thing is if you're going up a triangle, right? So you're, you're, you are on one point and your person's on the other point, you're walking towards God. You actually get closer together in getting closer towards God, you know? So so beautiful. Like, yeah. So it's like the more that you're depending on God, and you're walking, you have an interdependence with that person in a real, you know, then it just, it's, it's so much better. It's so much better. And so, and it helps you to not put all of your, you know, your hope or your dependence. Again, there's, you know, you've heard us talk about that interdependence aspect, but that you're, you realize that God is at the top, like that has to be your top point. And I really goes back to what we were talking about with Father Ken on the pod last week, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and he always, you know, marriage is hard, right? And, and it's beautiful and it's great and it's wonderful, but there's challenging times and, and it's all of it. But, he, you know, he always asks people that are going through a tough time, you know, are you doing it your way or God's way? Mm-hmm. And until you have, I just, that beautifully okay. married marries, if you will, all of it together that, yeah. you know, God has to be in your relationship yeah. and if he's not, we just encourage you to mm-hmm. bring him in because it will change your relationship and, and up level it like you never yes. knew. And that really brings us to our third and final point today. Our favorite, St. Augustine. He bring says to pray as if everything depends on God and act as though it all depends on you. And why that's important is because on the flip side, like you've just heard us talking about, you know, having to make sure you're relying on God, put your hope in him. The flip side is that sometimes people are like, oh, well, I just let God do it all. And it actually is another form of something called a sadia, which is basically a laziness <laughs> because, yeah, right. because, because we don't want to, because it's uncomfortable, right? Stepping out of our comfort zone. It is uncomfortable. Let's just be and honest. It's work. Like, and it's hard to work. Right. That is reality. You know, that was that, that first command that God gave Adam was, you know, chill the garden, like take care of that stuff. You know, he, he was, it was a command to work. and so. I think there can be a temptation on the flip side 
to not go to work, to not do your part, to just be like, well, God's going to take care of it, you know? And when we do that, it's actually a disservice and it can be a waste of the beautiful gifts that God's given us to be a good steward of, you know, even scripture, we know that parable of the talents, right? Are we using and doing our part in using the gifts that God's given us? Yes. He, he might give us that seed, but what are we going to do with it? You know, are we taking the lessons that we need to? Are we taking the course we need to? Are we getting up in the morning and making the phone calls that we don't feel like doing? Are we, you know, writing the email? Are we doing laundry and serving our family with joy? I can't say I always do. You know, <laughs> right. like it's our work totally. is for us. It's yes. for us to be refined yes. and to be molded and to grow in virtue. Yeah. And, and if you're a mother in any way taking care of people, people, it will grow you in virtue or vice. So lean into the virtues <laughs> and there's, we fail and we fail yeah. and we fail. Yeah. And, but we step up and we do it again because our work, yes. God can't steer a parked car. Right. You can't, you know, you have to do your part. And mm-hmm. I love that just to pray as if everything depended on God and yeah. act as if it was all on you without yeah. having ungodly self-reliance. Exactly. Exactly. Much so easier said than done. <laughs> that is the balance that we're all working towards. Doesn't mean just it's- ask yourselves, you know, practically speaking this week, as if you go into something just like, am I having ungodly self-reliance? And you yeah. know, this is, is this in my control? Is this my responsibility? Mm-hmm. And just constantly asking ourselves and doing our part, mm-hmm. but knowing that we are rooted, that it's really all up to him and that what yeah. happens in our life really is for us to grow, yes. to grow in virtue, to, to take that step forward on the journey to heaven and not backwards. And I think sometimes we feel as though we take one step forward and two steps backwards, <laughs> totally. but it's okay because yeah. we have another day. And if we have work left to do and there's breath in our body and we're here, we're called to try to climb that ladder yes. every single day, mm. right? so good so uh, lovely people dig into the work both and right don't rely on yourself too much but do the work don't rely on your spouse or your people too much but love them and depend on them but don't make them your everything but they are your everything all the things (laughs) exactly it's like it is your world and at the same time it's not but it is but so you try to get what we're saying we're just challenging so many intricacies Dive into really this week, especially as we get, as we're in Holy Week in this season, this beautiful season of Easter upon us, um, just, you know, really making sure that your relationship with God is at the top, Mm -hmm. the very top and center. And how can you lean into him being your everything so that you can realize that his dreams over you are so much bigger than our own. Great. All right, guys. We'll see you next week on Girl, What Are Your Dreams? Bye.